I'm driving down the road today. Jack played a song, and I said, okay, I'm driving, so I'm driving. And again, okay, open, open Sound Hound. Open Sound Hound. It was Tycoon. Was it Such, such a Woman? Such a Woman. Yeah. So I went to iTunes and downloaded it. Well, there you go. I like it. That's good. Anyway, we're, we're, we're recording. Hmm. Are we? We are. Are we really? We really are. Hey, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's Randy Alderman. Randy Alderman, uh, you've done this uh, podcast thing with me before, but was it, I, I know we did one over Zoom when we were all locked indoors. Have you done one since We've then? not done one since then. The last yeah. time we did was in a community building, and, and we all had to, like, move our masks and stay in separate rooms, and yeah. yeah. But here we are. Here we are. Here we are. It is uh, uh, most of the way through May. We're halfway through May, and we're bearing down on June, and uh, Bond County Fourth Fest, and summer months, and all kinds of exciting things. Exactly. Lots of things happening, and uh, the Bond County Fourth Fest is kind of like the, uh, you know, you've got the Bond County Fourth Fest, and you've got the Bond County Fair, like the two huge things happening in Greenville this summer. There's some other great things happening, but uh, these are the two that really stand out and the Bond County Fourth Fest has just gotten just bigger and, and better each year and uh, I'm turning up my volume a little bit uh, and I don't even know how I want to I want to I, I talk about this year's Fourth Fest of course because that's why I have you here today but let's take it back how did this start what 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 spurred it all well, for for 50 plus, 60 plus, 70 plus years, they were doing fireworks out at Patriots Park. So Greenville's always had a, a rich history of doing a July 4th fireworks. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so they've always had, we've always had a July 4th celebration of some sort in Greenville. And then uh, like eight years ago, seven years ago, when we celebrated the Greenville Bicentennial, um, we did that in October and we had music and concerts on the square. That was a little river band. The Bellamy Brothers went, man, that's great. Let's do this every year. It was huge. Well, we didn't do it the next year. No. And I, Randy was disappointed. So the next year was uh, the Bond County Bicentennial. And they said, let's do it over the 4th of July weekend and shoot the fireworks in downtown Greenville. And that's how it started. That, that was the very kind of first event. So we did the Bond, uh, Bond County Bicentennial. We had Head East and the Ides of March, and we shot fireworks in downtown Greenville. And then the next year, that was the beginning of the Bond County Fourth Fest. And so it just grew and grew and grew. It just grew and grew and grew, yes. Uh-huh. And every year, yeah. every year we've featured some national entertainment on a stage, on a professional stage in downtown Greenville. So people get to see all kinds of fun things, hear some great music, and... Um, see some fireworks. I know, and it's pretty cool. And you guys make it look easy, um, but it's not easy. People need to know that this is not something that you say, okay, in May, let's get together and see what we can do. The budget this year is $65,000 for the Bond County Fourth Fest. It is funded almost entirely by contributions and donations from the community, sponsorships and advertisements. Um, it is, it is, uh, uh, we work on this thing year round. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I've been involved in every one of these events from the Bicentennial to the Bond County Bicentennial and every one of the Fourth Fests. I've been kind of like the music chairman. Sure. Um, last year. And this year, um, Alan Davis and I stepped up to be the co-chair of the event. Okay. Um, Rex Catron guided us through everything from the Bicentennial to the first three or four 
first three fourth fests, and then he decided to retire. So Alan and I are kind of running the show now. So it's a year-round thing. We we uh, we'll meet again, like and after the event, we meet one time to kind of do an evaluation. Then we take a couple months off, and then by by November, December, we're back at it. Yeah, because it, it takes some time to prepare all this. It doesn't just get thrown together. I, there's a lot of people, uh, you know how it goes. We'll hear, well, why don't we do this? Why don't we have this and that and that? Well, you know, it takes planning and it takes money. It takes planning and it takes money. And nothing's nothing's easy and nothing is uh, for sure. I mean, you have to wait for approvals. You have well, to wait. Well, and for just to kind of give us some perspective, um, I'm accepting proposals already for 2024 musicians. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool yeah yeah i have i have and 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 we've grown this event to such an event that you know used to have to we were we're crawling through the 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 dark side of of the internet trying to find um <laughs> agents and names and phone numbers and calling people and now now yeah i will tell you that the two headliners that we have this year they reached out to me oh well that's pretty amazing uh, well, we should get into that because I know that's no easy task either. Uh, I know you look for uh, input from the, the folks in the community here and there. Uh, and not only do you have one big night of music, you have two big nights of music. This this year, uh, going back to the Bond County Bicentennial, right. we had two headliners. Sure. A, 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 I think it was a Friday and a Saturday headliner. Okay. Um, uh, or maybe it was Saturday, Sunday. I, I forget which. But anyway, we had we had two national headliners on two different nights, and then uh, then for the next couple of years we only had one headliner because only one night. And then two years ago we said let's go two nights, but we only had one headliner. Right. Last year we only had one national headliner. This year we have two right. national headliners. And what's cool is you have like a country music night and you have a rock night so yeah and that's that's what i want this to be every year going forward now let's let's see if we can if we can fundraise and right. we can afford it let's have a country night and a rock night and that's what you're doing this year and uh, yeah like like randy said this doesn't get done without the help of the sponsors you've had so many is this a this has to be a record number of sponsorship this year we we um our budget it's a record budget uh, i will tell well, you that at yeah. at at uh, sixty five thousand dollars um uh, that that's what our expenses are going to be just okay. to put on this event that's m money that we have committed to yeah. already this year um and we started the year with with uh with a sixteen thousand dollar surplus now the reason we started with a surplus is because we, you know, we start banking money and we, we got some carnival money and things like that. But in December, we start, we need that money because yeah. we have to start paying deposits yeah. on like, uh, like, like, for example, the, the, the headliner that we, we, we booked back and we, we booked McBride and the ride back in December. Now we had to put down a 50% deposit on that. Mm -hmm. Well, 50% of, you know, that's a lot of money. So we had it so we, we were able to do that so we start. keep fundraising and then and then and then you know with with for this year with a look to the future yeah so it's an ongoing process it's never any process right it's a, it's a lot like the things that any other organization in town will go through you just uh, once you get into the swing of it you hope that you can keep that momentum going right and that you can continue to raise a little bit more like that 
you know, stone mm-hmm. rolling down mm-hmm. the hill, just gathered more moss, and that moss is money when it comes. Yeah, to and we're very fortunate. Greenville Tourism, you know, they they throw in ten thousand yeah. dollars, the city of Greenville, and 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 that that's a it's a huge sponsorship for us, and so we're very happy with that, and and uh, that's a that's a big part of it. But we still have another fifty five thousand dollars that we need to make up, and so. Uh, you know, you here, you can go to myfourthfest.com, M-Y-F-O-U-R-T-H-F-E-S-T.com, myfourthfest.com, or you can go look for the fa- uh, Fourth Fest on Facebook, and you will see um, all of the advertisers and all the supporters and all the sponsors. We try to give them as much attention as we possibly can. And we have people that donate $50, and we, we have um, organizations that donate over $5,000. Yeah, so you take sponsorship from... Just regular people too, right? right? So you know, mom and dad, mom and pop, brothers and sisters, aunts and uncles. If they want to throw in fifty bucks, sixty bucks, we're not gonna we're not gonna turn it down. <laughs> it all adds up. And um, one of the things that we you know, we used to do a forty for the fourth, and that never really kicked, never took off. Where just what's where, that? Where people could they could just you know, they could just send in forty bucks. You know, families could send oh, in forty okay. bucks, and you get enough of those people, you raise a little bit of money. That's not something we just never really got off the ground this year. Um, but we do take individual donations, individual contributions. If people want to donate for the fireworks, if they want to donate That's for the bands, thing. if they want to donate for the uh, 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 for the, the the bounce house area or whatever. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's not just about the bands. I mean, Randy and I talk a lot about the bands because that's our thing. And Randy's always been the music guy, but it's not just the bands. It is the fireworks. Fireworks are expensive, and you got to have a great fireworks show if you're having. A you got to have a great fireworks show, and you got to have insurance. Yes. And that's expensive. Yes. And you got to have insurance for your festival, and that's expensive. Yes. So oh, and 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 believe it or not, you got to have porta potties. Yes, and you. Yes, you do. You gotta have a lot of them. That's, when you put five thousand people on the square, you it, gotta have a lot of porta potties. Yeah, and that's the thing. Um, that's one thing that's always like last on my mind when I'm planning events. It's like, oh, we gotta get some porta potties. Yeah, gotta get the porta potties. It's not all glamorous. No, it's not. And when you have a beer stand on one side, and you gotta have the porta potties on the other, you gotta have porta potties. You do. You do. Yeah. And have, have you been speaking of the beer stand? Have you been having the beer stand the whole every for every event? Every year. Yeah. And that's one of those things that you don't always see at an event in Greenville because, well. For the Greenville Bicentennial, it was the first time in maybe ever that there was a beer stand on the square. Yeah. And so when people uh, think Greenville events, they don't always think that that's going to be available. But it is. It is. Statistically, (laughs) the the Greenville Bicentennial, I've not not kept count since then, but that first year that they allowed beer to be sold on the Greenville Square, Mm -hmm. over 9,000 beers were sold. Oh, wow. That's pretty good. And that was just to you. Yeah, I know. Ah. Ha, 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 ha. You're so funny. <laughs> but I do plan to be there, um, you know, and I, I'll try to do my best to, to add to that number. So let's talk about the event let's, this let's year. So, so, okay. so but, it's, but, gonna, it's Friday and Saturday. Right. Yeah, okay. okay. Well, before we get into the, the music and the, the lineup, I want to say, we, okay, so we're talking about we've got fireworks both nights, right? No. No? Just Saturday. Sa- just Saturday. Okay. Okay. Let's back up. Fireworks on Saturday. Yes. Things for the kids. Yes. Well, there's no carnival this year. The carnival that we've had, they went out of business. And that was kind of one of those things where it was uh, too and far into planning that. Yeah. That, when do. they tell us in March that they're no longer in business, we can't. I mean, there's nothing we yeah. can do. What we've done is there's a, there's a company in, in Alton that has bounce houses. And they don't just have like two or three. They've got 50 of them. And they're going to bring enough to fill the entire downtown carnival area with okay. bounce houses. Uh, and it'll be a lot more affordable for the parents, um, for the kids to get a wristband for the day. They can bounce at 
they can Saturday they can bounce at one o'clock in the afternoon. They can bounce at ten o'clock at night. Same cost, one wristband. So we're gonna we're gonna have that. Um, so bounce house kids area both nights. Okay. Food trucks both nights. Fireworks only on Saturday. Okay. And now we can get into the meat and potatoes, and that is the music. We're gonna have a lot of music. So it's Friday, June thirtieth. Yes. And Saturday, July first. So kind of got that two month thing going on here. But yes. on Friday, this June thirtieth, the headliner will be country music uh, superstars McBride and the Ride. They were really big in the nineties. Okay. Um, we've had a lot of people tell me that oh, they sang this song at our wedding. We did this at uh, this at prom, and McBride and the Ride is really really good. So they're going to be the uh, the national headliner that we're going to have on friday night and the opening opening band will be a band called it's a local band called benders and backroads that sounds very familiar you might know who they are Um, but i'd like to have for the opening slots we like to give we like to give um local bands a chance to play on that big stage yeah that's very cool and uh and i know they get very excited about that because it's their chance to play with you know a you got a really good nice. sound system a really nice stage yeah. and they can say hey guess what we opened yeah we opened up for mcbride and the ride exactly. it's going to be really good so that's friday night friday june 30th mcbride and the bride and bender's back roads uh, events start at five o'clock that night and they'll go until midnight or or, or or so and then on saturday night um we've got the headliner is john wait and people are saying, well, who's John Waite? Do I know that name? And I said, well, I guarantee you, you probably know his songs. Yeah. Um, and I will tell you that, you know, I've, I've, I have been, it's hard to believe, I've been involved in the booking of every single band we've ever had in Greenville I, yeah, from yeah. the Bicentennial. Yeah. John Waite is probably the biggest name we've ever had. I think so. And, I mean, you and I, of course, know who he is. Anybody younger than us, um, I'd say even... 10 years younger than us. He's, in our, much he's in our wheelhouse, but yes. he was, uh, he was in a band called the babies and they had, they had many hits, many hits with them. And then he went out on, he joined a band called, um, uh, bad English yep. and he had a monster hit with and that. that. Was a super, uh, um, one of those super groups. Yeah. Super group. It was a super group. And, and he was with that. So when I see you smile was a monster hit. Mm-hmm. Then he had, uh, that he did another, uh, a solo album and he had a missing you, which was a smash oh, hit for yeah, him that's as a well. Tearjerker. And then he re-recorded it years later with Allison Krauss, and it became won a Grammy. This guy was part of the Ringo Starr All Star Band for a summer, uh, just huge, super talented, huge. And uh, he's uh, he he still tours a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he gets paid a lot of money, and um, they actually made a lot of concessions to do Greenville. Yeah, um, we were working on a different band. Yeah. that had reached out to us and we were waiting for months and months and months and that and they could not get us a contract and so we had to go to plan b so john waits people had reached out to me before so i called them and i said uh, uh i mean, i'll tell you what the conversation was it says i don't want to insult you because i know what you get uh-huh this is all we can do right and I said, we can do the stage, we can do the sound, we'll do the lighting, we'll have a road, we'll feed everybody, we'll put you in a hotel, but I can't pay you more than this. The guy said, I'll call you back in an hour. He did call back, he said, we got it done, done deal. That's pretty cool because he does play everywhere and he sounds just as good as ever. Yeah. And and to say that, you know, the, the one band fell that didn't work out and you went with him, it's not like he's a fallback guy. No. Not at all. It's almost like, I don't know if we can get him. 
yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know. So it was, a, it was a long shot. And I yeah. thought, what am I going to do? And I reached out. And they and so if, if they would have told us no, it's like, okay, what are we going to do now? Um, the other band that we were working on would have been cool, but it just they just couldn't pull it together. They just couldn't had a lot of moving pieces to it yeah. and it just didn't come together so anyway i'm happy um i actually had john wade on my radio show a, a year ago and um uh it, it was it was cool because i asked him a question it was a stupid question well, what was um, it but i said I, I i so when he first got on the radio i said john i said okay 1978 i said john i said you were in the band the babies and I was 16, 17 years old, and the Babies were my favorite group. And you had a concert with Cheap Trick and Off Broadway, and Cheap Trick was my other favorite band, and Off Broadway was this great up-and-coming band, and yeah, I said, three great brands. So I stayed in, I said, you know, this is back in the 70s, so I stayed up all night to get tickets to your concert. Yeah. And you canceled, and, and it got canceled. And then, so I said, can you tell me why? <laughs> remember no he didn't remember but no but but that that spurred a conversation with you know you know back in the day these these things sometimes were thrown together on a whim and at the last minute and and he goes back then and before it became a a, a megla conglomerate business the touring schedules were fun and the bands had a great time and then he started, started talking about cheap trick and how great they were and 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 then he knew about off broadway he remembered that tour and and um but they didn't play st louis they didn't play the, the checker dome well, so I told him at the end of the conversation, I said, you know what? Maybe someday I can get you in Greenville. You know what? I'm thinking maybe that's why he made concessions. So, he felt bad. And here he is. That 16-year-old Randy Alderman yeah, missed his concert. Yeah, I, yeah. I will tell you this. What? Nobody knows this yet, that John actually recorded a video, and I have not released it yet. Why not? What for are you Greenville, waiting for? For Greenville. What are you waiting for? Well, it's... The right time? Waiting for the... Yeah, got it. waiting for the right time. Building the suspense. Yes, yes. First, you leak it here, an exclusive on the Greenville Smart Podcast, <laughs> yeah. heard by tens of people. Yeah. <laughs> so, so John Wade will be the headliner. The after party band on Saturday, July first, is another band called Super Jam. Now they're they're pretty big yeah. in the Midwest. They're St. Louis favorite. They play down at the Lake of the Ozarks all the time, and. Think of, you and I are old enough to know, remember when they did Super Jam at Bush yeah, Stadium, okay? Yeah. That's what this band is modeled after. That's they awesome. play these classic rock hits from the 80s, the late 70s, the 80s, and they put it all together in a great show, and they're just spectacular and fun, and if, uh, if, if, if you know... They'll play music that even the young kids know. Yeah. So, like, even if you're, you're 10 or even you're 20, you've heard... The Journey songs, right. and you've heard the Bob Seger song. You've heard the songs they're going to play. You know what they are. They're all familiar, and they do it well. I do it in a fun environment. So that is um, that is uh, going to be our after-party blast. So it'll so be be John Waite. It'll be uh, it'll be um, fireworks, and then Super Jam. We have not booked an opening act yet. That's sort of that was my next question. Because yeah, I got to see how much money we have. Uh, okay, <laughs> I will tell you though that. Um, uh, uh, Lauren Hinkle yeah. is going to play uh, the afternoon show. Oh, She's nice. going to do a okay. 2 p.m. performance inside Toasties. The sure. doors will be open in Toasties. So she'll do an acoustic show inside inside of Toasties. The Muni Band will perform in front of the stage um, or on the square, depending on where they go. But they're going to play in the afternoon as well. So music will start at 2 
and then a muni band at like round four i'm throwing ballparks and then and then uh the opening act you know 536 and then the headliner will go on at you know at eight and then the after party starts at, at 9 30 10 o'clock so that's gonna be a blast it's gonna all be such a day time. long and it's active the, you know the festivities start at 10 or i'm sorry saturday's festivities will start at one and they'll go all the way up until midnight yeah it's gonna be very very cool and I, I think you become the music man just because you are the music man. I know Randy mentioned on his radio show, and if you've not, if you don't know Randy, um, and you're not familiar with, I'm just going to bring it up, 97.5 The Rock. Yes. Randy does. Uh, well, Randy's radio days started when you were a young man, right? Yeah. In the rocks. How old were you when you did Rock Zone? Um, 24, 25. And that was at WGEL yeah. here in Greenville. And so he had a show called Rock Zone, and I know a lot of people when they were teenagers would listen to that. It's like a rock and zone. And then they they listened to it, and and they loved it, and it was great. Mm-hmm. And then um, I got married, and and life got in the way, and I went on, and blah blah blah. And about ten years ago, yeah. um, your station manager then called me and said, "Hey, you know." doing some advertisement and stuff like that. And then he asked me one day, he goes, are you that same Randy Alderman that did the rock zone back in the day? And I said, yeah, that's me. And he goes, he goes, man, I got, I'm from Centralia. I listen to it all the time. Yeah. He said, you ought to recreate that show here. And so you did. And we did it a couple of times and it was fun. And now it's, and then it's kind of haphazard, but for the last, gosh, has it been six years? Seven years. Maybe seven years. Six or seven years, we've been doing it every, the first Friday of every month. And what's evolved, uh, what the program has evolved into is um, a program that showcases rock stars. So we get them on the air and we... And we do interview them, and we interview them, and we and we have lots of fun with them. And and uh, so, I don't know how many people actually listen to to the Rock Zone Legend Show um, with me and and Rotten Rod, but the fact that we get to interview some of my rock and roll heroes is the best thing it's in so the world. And we've had a lot of we've had a lot of great moments. I mean, it's it's uh, you know when I. I talked with Jim Peterick and, you know, he's done, did a little bit for, for the station on the anniversary, but Jim Peterick and I said, he, he's, he talks about the eye of the tiger. One of the most yeah, iconic songs all of all time. Songs, and he talks right? about the, the, from the time Sylvester Stallone called him until the Grammy awards. So that's how it happened. That's I, that's, I get the whole story. Um, Goldie McJohn from Steppenwolf. We had him on the radio one night and it was kind of a mishmash interview that was going on all kinds of different directions, but it, he's a legendary keyboardist for Steppenwolf. A week later he was dead. Oh, wow. We were his last interview. Wow. You know, and then I, I guess people say, well, Randy, what's one of the coolest things you've done? Well, everybody knows Don McLean in American that Pie. Cool. Right. Yeah. So we had Don McLean on the 50th anniversary of the song. Yeah. On this on the day, the anniversary that Buddy Holly yeah. died. Oh, so we yeah. had him on the show. So we had him on the not, not only the 50th anniversary of the song, but the, the anniversary, anniversary of, of the day the that the music did die. So those are some things. And, and I, I did. I I, I don't know if the, the, the tally is correct, but uh, I went through it and tried to and made, made a list and a Word document. And, and since we started doing the Rock Zone Legends show, we have interviewed over 150 rock stars. Holy cow. Yes. That, and it's fun. It's fun to tune in and listen to you guys. I mean, I, 
I once in a blue moon will interview someone. I, I do the morning show Monday through Friday um, at 97.5. And uh, I, once in a while, I luck out. Maybe they can't go on when Randy and Rotten Rod are on, and, and I get the leftovers, but it's always <laughs> fun. And uh, But, yeah, you guys have had a lot. And I think that's part of your your persistence, and you're not afraid to reach out to anybody. And you've also had made these connections through all these festivals and everything. And, and, and I think they've worked hand-in-hand hand and vice versa. Your interviews have helped with the festivals. Um, it, it has. And yeah. one of the things like that, that people will tell me after, uh, we, we've, had, we've had some mega, mega stars on. Oh, yeah. And they, they had so much fun. They said, can I come on again? And yeah, we've had them on I, two and three times. Um, but I've also had people on that um you know we do our research okay it's yeah. not just it's not to say hey let's throw it against the wall and see what sticks we do our research and so usually i'll try to play a set of music after that interview from that artist mm -hmm. but it's not just from maybe their it might just not only just be their hit that they had with a band or whatever i'll go back to two or three bands they were in and they'll say where did you find that at? Yeah. You know? I've heard and, that many and, times. And then we play this and this and this. We do a retrospective of their career, and they just love that. I know. They always seem like they've been caught off guard, uh, pleasantly surprised. And it, it's it's almost, I don't mean to, you know, because I know it's rock and roll, but it's almost kind of sweet mm -hmm. because they're just so touched that you know, you really know the music. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, you got to you got to check it out. I mean, you've even had like the the original lead singer for ACDC, uh, mm -hmm. who a lot of people might not even know. Yeah, and then and we also have Dee Dee Keel come on every month. And Dee Dee Keel, she she was the she was the person at the Whiskey A Go Go, this famous place out in Los Angeles. It's still open out in Hollywood, and she was the booking person. She discovered Motley Crue. I think you have told me that. And. And uh, she was on our show last month, and she just talked about. She goes, Randy, I just, I, I, I can't give you a lot of details, but I just recorded a documentary for VH1. Oh wow, yeah, so, she's got some great. And stories. she's on every month. She's on every she's month. On every she's month. a dear friend, and she's on every month. And she's one of those that's like still buddies with everybody that used to play there. Yeah, yeah. buddies is a good way to put it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so this, this is a family show, Randy. Oh. oh, but yeah, so it's a lot of fun. So it's the whole music thing. Um, uh, yeah, definitely check out Randy and Rotten Rod's show, first Friday of the month on 97.5 The Rock, Rock's Own Legends. Of course, sh shameless plug for our, our radio station. Um, but yeah, uh, the Greenville, it's all happening um, for the fourth fest this year. Everybody's very excited. People are coming from all over the place to come in. Uh, that, like my friends, John Waite was very big with my uh, peers in, in my town, which is much like Greenville. I've got friends coming up from my, that I grew up to high school with. To come to the show so um yeah bring your family bring your friends you're going to have a great time there's something for the kids to do it's going to be a blast and again what starts uh five o'clock on friday june 30th for correct yes and then uh the fun starts again uh, at two o'clock on saturday one o'clock on saturday july 1st okay myfourthfest.com myfourthfest.com you can you can um you can help sponsor the event yes Yes, you can on, from myfourthfest.com, a complete calendar of events. You can see who's sponsoring the event. There's also a form that you can actually sponsor the event. Very, very cool. Anything else you want to add? Before we leave, I got to tell yeah. one story. I just got this today. So uh, remember MTV? Uh, yeah. And remember Alan Hunter? DJ Alan Hunter. He was one yeah. of the MTV's uh, VJs, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's, there's now a show called 80s at 8. It's nationwide on Sirius. Okay. Okay. Alan Hunter lives in St. Louis. Oh. But he was doing this serious radio show last night. No, hold it. Two nights ago. Okay. 
and he starts talking about this little postcard, the Bond County oh, Forest Fest nice. in Greenville, Illinois, and John Waite. And he goes, you know what? I might. I'm. I think I'm going to go to Greenville, Illinois, on July 1st and see John Waite for the Bond County Forest That's Fest. Awesome. It looks like a huge festival. This guy was talking about it on his nationwide show, That's 80s at Eight, excellent. about Greenville, Illinois, and Bond County Forest Fest. Very cool. Now that you say that, I thought I saw some. I thought I saw you mention that. Very cool. Look at that. Look at you. I, I didn't do it. Uh, so, uh, somebody you, in Greenville who's a John Waite fan. No, but you did sent do it to it. him. You did do it because you got John Waite to come. Yeah. So. It, nobody would be talking about it if you hadn't done that. Well, so. It'll be big. John Wade will be big. And so will McBride and the Bride and, and uh, Benders and Backroads. Benders and Backroads. Yeah. Uh, my buddies there. There'll be food, beer, yep. refreshments, activities for the kids. going to be a great time. Yes. Bond County Forest Fest. It's going to be a great time. So come on out. We hope to see you there. Uh, Randy, thanks for sitting down with me. Um, and getting my podcast back in gear. Let's do it again the week before. Okay. All right. All right. I'll be here. You'll be here? Yep. Okay. We'll see you then. This has been the Greenville Smart Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. And thanks to our sponsors, Greenville University, the Greenville Smart Center, the Greenville Chamber of Commerce, Entertech Global, and Bradford National Bank.